Welcome to The Shakedown. I am Tyler Mertens, your host, and this week I have seated next to me at this Steinway and Sons, Sons? Yeah, it's plural. There's more than one son. Uh, sitting next to me at this Steinway and Sons piano is Trisha Finn. Hi, Trisha Finn. Hey, Tyler. Welcome to The Shakedown. Thank you. We are, as you may be able to tell throughout the episode, you, you can hear... Hopefully you can't hear, but I'm sure you can because we can hear it, and that means the microphone is picking it up. A lot of different instruments being practiced, oh, I don't know, about 30 feet away because we are in a practice room in Swope, Westchester's music building. I, for some reason, thought that this would be the quietest place to go because it's kind of, you know, partially sound insulated. This is where you lock a music student while they practice piano, clarinet, whatever their instrument is. It's a dungeon. It's a little bit of a dungeon. But once we got here, we realized that it's not quiet at all, and you can hear everybody. So I guess that these practice rooms exist to lock everybody away together so the rest of campus doesn't have to listen to them practice. It's not for (laughs) soundproofing. Uh, So we have a piano in front of us, as you can tell by my masterful playing, and I hope nobody needs to practice piano today, but there's more. There's a baby grand in the other room. I don't know why they would ever... God's sake. Come here. So, Trisha will be telling us a story today, but first, I'm going to tell you about Trisha. She will be 21 years old tomorrow. Ooh la la, me oh my, somebody is going to imbibe tonight, tomorrow night, and every night from now on. Tonight, starting at midnight, of course, everything's legal. Don't want any of the bars in Westchester to get shut down uh, because of that hearsay. She's a senior education major, a secondary education major, grades 7 to 12, in English. That is her subject, and she has a minor in psychology, and she's going to student teach and graduate in the spring. Right now, school just started. It's the second day of school in the fall semester, so she's got a few more months, about 30 weeks and counting, Mm -hmm. not including winter break, which is going to be probably six months or something this year at the rate that they've expanded it. Ah, but... That's her. She was born and raised in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, the, well, no longer the mushroom capital of the world, the mushroom capital of the United States, but... Japan beat us. Japan is now the mushroom capital of the world, and a very shameful defeat for Kennett. Before we get to the story, what are you drinking today, Trisha Finn? Well, Tyler Moran, today (laughs) I'm drinking a, for real, mid-chip milkshake from Wawa. Uh, it's one of my favorite milkshake flavors Ooh. because it's sweet, but it also has a little bit of salt in there. A little bit you, of salt. If you, really, if you really attune your taste buds to it. And you're not I'm looking at it right <laughs> now. I picked it up, and she didn't like that. Uh, sodium, 170 milligrams. How much sodium does mine have? I'm drinking a for real. This is the Wawa brand in case anybody's keeping score at home. Uh, for real frozen cappuccino coffee milkshake, and it doesn't have any nutrition facts on it. 
It just has ingredients. How come hers has? Hers has a label. You know. <laughs> I was turning it around and I couldn't find one. There's a really terrifying coffee bean with a face on the, on it though. Yeah, mine. I don't know how much sodium's in mine because it doesn't doesn't say. It's pretty scary. Anyway, oh, well. yours is good so far. Been good so far. Mine's pretty good too. I really enjoy this coffee. Well, it ex- it's gonna keep me up tonight, but it expires in February, so we can keep it. Glad we got February that under the wire. Oh, yeah, mine too. All right, so I guess we could be drinking these for a long time to come. It's gonna be a long story. It's gonna be folks. a long podcast. Buckle in your seat belts and get ready. So, Trisha, what story have you brought to the shakedown today? Okay, the story that I have to the shakedown today is from the summer. Um, the summer I worked at Beacon Lodge Camp is the camp um, that is actually sponsored by the Pennsylvania Lions Club, and it's for adults and kids with disabilities. And it's by Penn State. It's in the middle of um, mountains by the Juniata River. It's actually right on the Juniata River. So it's beautiful and very interesting. So um, the last 30 days of Campus summer was for people who are visually impaired. And um, one day, uh, a few minutes before we uh, were supposed to start on our morning activity, I learned that I was going caving. Caving? Caving. And I've never, I've never gone caving before. Like I think of Batman when I think of caves. Like cave diving? Like you're gonna put on a harness and go into a cave? You don't put on a harness. You just go, you, you just, just go jump right into in. A cave. <laughs> into the back cave. Okay. With people who can't see. Well, a cave is dark, so right. you're at as much of an advantage as they are there, right? Right. So we level the playing field there. Okay. So uh, it was me and another counselor and two campers, two adult campers, both visually impaired. The one that I was guiding um, was completely blind. So we get, well, first off, we're walking down the side of the road. And, you know, we're just, like, off of camp property completely. And so you walked to the cave from camp. There is yes. no transportation. No transportation. Other than your own feet. It's half a mile down the road. We're on the side of the road. There's no sidewalk, nothing. So, and we're guiding these people. <laughs> so we're guiding them down this windy road in central Pennsylvania. And you've never been caving. You don't know, have you been on this stretch of road yet at camp? I had just once, but I wasn't familiar enough. So it's to basically the blind leaving the blind. Exactly. So I get to the, the supposed site that we're supposed to start this caving adventure once we walk down the road. And it's a huge hill that's about on a 90 degree angle. And I was like, okay, okay, this is going to be fine. We're just going to guide these blind people um, up the side of the mountain <laughs> to a supposed cave. So we start, we start going, and my camper is in front of me, um, and he slides down after taking only one step. Oh, God. So I realized that it rained the night before and that it was also muddy. <laughs> nobody, was, nobody thought of this the night before when it's raining. Nobody was saying, nobody. Oh, caving tomorrow might not be such a good choice. <laughs> not a thought went through that. Uh-huh. So we're literally on our hands and knees <laughs> oh going God. up the side of the mountain. And there's the trail that we're on is about probably three feet wide to picture it. And it's not like straight up the mountain. Like it's curves a little and there are rocks we have to climb over. 
So it's literally scaling. <laughs> and I'm guiding from behind. So it'd be like, oh, go a little to your left. But if you go a little bit more to your left, you might fall off the side of the melon. <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> So regardless, we get to the top, <laughs> to the cave, and my other counselor and I pull out our flashlights. <laughs> and I'm in the back of the train. Everyone else is in front of me. I'm guiding the, the camper that's in front of me, telling him where to go. And we're crawling, almost like snakes, <laughs> through this cave. And um, it's hard to explain, but basically you have to tell them where to sit, how to sit, where to duck, because if you don't duck, you're going to hit your head on a huge boulder that's in front of you. Um, and this is a skill set that you've developed over the course of camp, right, being able exactly. to guide somebody right. to do that. All right, let's have a little test here. I'm going to get up off Oh no! I'm gonna get up off my piano bench, Okay. and I'm going to go stand in the furthest corner of the room, which is about one arm's length away from you. <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes, and I want you to get me seated back on the bench. Well, I need to. Oh, you need to actually up get up. Oh. If I'm going to put you on for each a individual camper. Yes. How many do you have on this trip? On this trip, there are only two. Um, oh. During the session, we had eighty. Okay. Wow. Where was the rest? Where are the rest of them while you're on this trip? Not many people wanted to go on this camping oh, trip. Oh. Okay. So, I got my eyes closed. Can I guide you? Is yes. You, you have to ask me? them that. Yeah. Okay. So Tyler and I are walking. I have my arm. Patricia, grab yeah. my hand and put it on the crook of her Left. arm. All right, Ty. Right in front of you is your seat. Uh, she's now placing my hand on the seat, patting it very gently, lifting my hand up. They would pat it themselves usually. Okay. And then and you would know where your seat was. And then I can get myself and can onto it from there. Yeah. It is on a diagonal angle. That doesn't matter because they would feel it and yeah. they would know what And they would know exactly what to do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, where were we? So, we're going through this cave and uh, I decide to go in front of my camper just in case something happens in front of him. Um, so the other counselor and camper go through this part of the cave called the birth canal. And we call it that because it's about six inches wide where you need to go through. You need to get your body horizontally and wiggle your way through this. Six inches wide? Mm -hmm. So the other counselor goes through, the other camper goes through. It's a my turn. How is this possible? A human body is more than six inches wide. It takes time. Wow. Yeah. So we, I get through eventually, and then my camper tries to go through. And um, he was kind of like, it was kind of like Pooh Bear in the honeypot because he's only six <laughs> inches. So uh, he, he gets stuck, and I'm in front of him. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, he very nonchalantly says, Trisha, you can't do this. <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, bother. I was like, all right, fine. So help him get out, um, just wiggling the other way. <laughs> we eventually get out. The other camper and counselor go off on their way. And so we stayed in the cave to make sure that nothing else happened to them. And while I was there, I heard all of his stories. And I found out that he was a roofer since he was 16, completely blind. A blind roofer. So he would climb on ladders like every day and wow. risk his life on the, who did on he, the roof. Who did he work for? I don't know. Like a regular contract. They just hired him. And yeah. Even though he was blind, he's blind since birth? Wow. Wow. And slowly been degrading. Oh. 
Oh. No, it's been, it's, he's completely blind, but he could see shadows. Okay, but that's he was legally blind at birth, mm-hmm. and then he's at this point completely mm-hmm. blind. Yeah. I'm a roofer of all the jobs. Yeah. I wouldn't imagine a roofer. And he only stopped because his knees were hurting. Because oh. he had to have surgery on his knees. Oh. That's the only reason. Wow. And he's telling me all these crazy stories of things that he would do when he was younger. Driving when he can't see where he's going. And it was incredible. And it was like a, almost a life-changing moment for me when I realized how tough people could be. And in this middle of this cave. Um, and then I told him that I looked like a Swedish model. And that got him going. <laughs> <laughs> I'll climb through any birth canal now. I'll get to the smallest rock formation to get to Trisha now. Um, oh, that's funny. So that's basically it. We managed to get back down. Uh, we just slid on our bus to get back <laughs> down the mountain. <laughs> and walked uh, on the side of the road again to get back to camp. Wow. But it was unforgettable. It was, yeah. It was a great experience. That's amazing. Wow. I'm yeah. impressed that you th- you've never been caving before, and yet you just went right through that birth canal. Yeah. Weren't you worried about what if you couldn't get back through, or what if you got stuck? Didn't even occur that, to you? Yeah, at that time, it was all about wow. I mean, it's in the back of my mind, but... Yeah, but your main... But my main concern was... main concern was, is for the campers. Yeah. Wow. You get through as soon as you push your way through. Um, I'm gonna go back. Why did I go through already? <laughs> wow, listen to your tale of courage and bravery and helping that you went into that cave, Trisha Finn, and you emerged Batman to tie it back. <laughs> Batwoman, Batwoman. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. That's uh, the skills you develop. And let, let's just set the record straight before you worked at camp this summer. You weren't, didn't really have a ton of experience, if any, working with these, you know, people with such a wide um, variety of special needs. Right. You worked with pretty much everybody this summer, right? Right. I never had any experience with visually impaired, wow. especially. But there you go. Yeah. You learn quick when you're exactly. living at a camp with everybody, huh? Yeah. When you're forced to do uh, the unthinkable. Wow. But it was incredible to, to meet these people and... The roofer. <laughs> the roofer who couldn't quite get through the birth canal. Wow. Well, how's your milkshake? You haven't had time to really yeah. drink much because you've been know, telling I've been the story. Away. Have another sip and let's let's review. Oh, Although you already shot. gave a uh, you gave a pretty big review at the beginning. It's salty, but not too salty. It's sweet, <laughs> but not too sweet. Ah, the creamy essence of chocolatey chips are perfect. It's so perfect. It's perfect. You don't have anything in yours, it's just Pure it's pure, shape. just there's no texture, it's just... Hey, faithful Shakedown listener, Tyler here. I was just editing this episode, the minimal editing that occurs, and I realized that the recording just kind of ends right there with that last little bit where you heard me suck down my milkshake. So it's not too bad because there's only there were only a few more minutes... I think maybe two more minutes that I thought we were recording and it was just Trisha making fun of me because my milkshake, I ordered it extra thick and it came out too thick and it was basically just a frozen glob and hers was a delicious normal thickness, uh, I don't know, winter wonderland and that's all. So this is Tyler Mertens, that was Trisha Finn and that was The Shakedown. <laughs>